Listener Production. A solid rebound from Friday's losses as Aussie shares lift for a fourth time in five days. And what to expect from tomorrow's interest rate decision. Good afternoon, I'm Steve. I'm Laura. It's Monday the 4th of December. Welcome to the Comsec Market Update. Hello, Laura. Hello, Stevie. Happy Monday. Happy Monday to you. A nice and to week. our listeners. Absolutely, of course. And That's to your... my brother out there. Yes, your brother, who's a recent listener, I believe. Yeah, I he know. started listening. I love that he's listening these days. Hello to you. And look, the market has greeted you with some gains today. We're up roughly three quarters of a percent. We actually briefly hit the best levels in two and a half months early this morning. We're up about 1.3% at the best. So we certainly did fade from the best levels, but we still hung on to a small gain nonetheless. And US markets gave us something pretty positive to work with. They've actually improved over there for five consecutive weeks. And it partly comes down to optimism that might be done with rate hikes. So that's been quite helpful. Yeah. And today's gains follow a gain over the course of last week. Not much though, up by around half a percent last week. But of course we did wrap up November last Thursday and our market did lift four and a half percent over the course of the month. So it's been fairly good coming into the new month. Absolutely. And we've only got probably a couple more weeks really of trade before things really start to wind down and the closer we get to the holiday break, of course. But locally today, we had most sectors managing to do quite well. In fact, nine of 11 or higher, and roughly eight in every 10 companies improved. Yeah, it's been pretty good across the sectors. So in terms of those leading the gains, we can see that the miners are up about 1.5%. Tech stocks up almost 2%, and the same with property, they're up 1.6%. So they've been strong leaders in today's sector performance. But on the other end of things, Energy stocks had quite a bad day, down 1.3%, and that was on the back of oil prices falling on Friday in Friday's session. We also saw that the utilities sector, which of course, as we mention all the time, is made up of only three stocks, but that was down 2.5%. That was mostly due to Origin, which we'll get into in just a moment. Or why don't you actually take it away now? Why not? Well, there were two stocks that did quite poorly in utilities, and we also had AGL underperforming, but you're right, Origin is the, the largest stock in that sector. It's dropped back by around 3.9% today. Now, this is because its shareholders voted against the multi-billion dollar takeover deal for the group in a postponed vote, which was held today. So they were meant to vote a while ago. And look, a key reason why they've turned this down is the largest shareholder, the pension fund Australian Super, has snubbed the deal. This was always going to be very difficult to get across the line because Origin needed 75% of shareholders at least to vote in favour and Australian Super owns 17.5% of the group. So it didn't take much resistance from other shareholders to get this rejected in origin, as I said, down today quite heavily. Yeah, and that's right. We were largely expecting them to actually reject the offer, and that's why it was sort of put off last week, and then that was postponed to today, and we did get the outcome we were sort of expecting, seeing origin shares fall on the back of that today. We also had an announcement out of Liontown. So they're the lithium miner. They saw some improvements. They were up as much as 3.3% at one stage. They were on track to have their best day in a couple of weeks, but its share price did ease over the afternoon. They ended up closing up 
up by just 0.4%, but still a lift nonetheless. So today they released an announcement saying they've secured a long-term contract from a port authority in Western Australia, which basically gives Liontown access to export its lithium from its Kathleen Valley mine to a number of its partners, including LG, Tesla and Ford. And this was the final thing that Liontown needed to complete its supply chain and hopefully make everything nice and seamless. We also heard from Metcash, which distributes products to IGA supermarkets across the country. It rose about 1.1% despite its half-year results, which actually fell a touch short of what many analysts were expecting. So that included sales, profits, and also the dividend for the half. Keep in mind, though, that today's share price gains don't even recoup Friday's losses, where it fell more significantly, but also it's underperforming both Woolies and Coles on the market in 2023 so far. Gold miners were some of the standouts today. Mid last week, the gold subsector reached a four-month high. Now they've lifted even more, hitting a seven-month high in today's session, its highest level since early May. And looking at the best performers list, there's a lot of gold miners on there. So Bellevue Gold, West African Mines, Genesis Mining, and a few others are in the top 10 there. And this is after spot gold prices hit an all-time high of $2,090 per ounce. And in fact, we did see gold prices lift 4.3% over the course of last week. So that's been really reflecting in the performance of gold miners. Packaging group Pact Group was completely flat by the end of the session, but this is after the co-founder and chairman extended a takeover deal for the group till the 21st of December. So it first made this deal back in September. The offer wasn't at a premium at all at the time. It was at 68 cents per share, which is basically where it's been in recent times. It's at 69 cents. That's where it finished off today. So there's been little movement in its share price recently, that certainly hasn't changed today. Let's look ahead. What's coming up this week? What's important? Absolutely. So tonight, very quiet, firstly, in the United States. It's pretty much nothing to move markets that's scheduled. But we do get the European Central Bank President, Christine Lagarde. She'll be delivering a talk at 1am Sydney time, so that will get at least some attention. If we look at what's happening in Australia over the course of the week, of course, tomorrow is D-Day. That's interest rate decision day. Yep. I just made that up right now. Yep. Um, I could <laughs> so tell. Yep. That'll happen at 2.30 p.m. Sydney time. And we're widely expecting to see the Reserve Bank keep rates on hold. Of course, last month they did lift rates for the first time in five months by 25 basis points to 4.35%. And of course, we have had some data coming out showing signs that the economy is slowing and inflation is easing. So it's moving in the right direction for now, but a quarterly update on inflation at the end of January could really be what drives the next interest rate decision, which will happen next year in February. Yeah. So 27 economists were surveyed on this by Bloomberg. 26 of them reckon that rates are going to be on hold. One is expecting a 25 basis point rate hike and the market's pricing in a 2% chance of a lift. Imagine so, if that one analyst was correct. Well, I guess you'd be a hero, wouldn't you? He but would um, <laughs> but the, the chances are very slim. That's the, the takeaway slim. from this, that the market is absolutely not expecting a rate hike tomorrow. So if we do get one, or if the governor, Mishy B... Mishy Actually, B. I've almost forgotten her real name I now know, because we've said too. that so so often. But Michelle Bullock, if she ends up actually saying anything that's quite hawkish, talking up the idea of rate hikes, that could certainly rattle markets tomorrow. So it's certainly going to be one to watch. We've had five rate hikes in 2023, 13 in total. So there's been a lot. 
looking at what else could drive markets this week. The following day on Wednesday, we'll get a look at how much our economy grew over the three months to September. That'll, of course, miss this month's interest rate decision, but it'll be important for the next one. Moving over to the US, the spotlight will be on a key update on jobs at the tail end of the week. Absolutely. That's going to be on Friday night. That's the big one for the month of November. And we also get some data out of China uh, a little later this week as well. There'll be some figures on trade showing how much they've exported and imported. And that will be out on Thursday. And then I believe next Saturday, we're going to get inflation stats out of China, which will be a talking point probably next week. Just in case you didn't get enough information over the course of the week, they've yeah. made sure to release some data on Saturday. They don't want you to be bored over the weekend. So Absolutely. why not um, start to look through Chinese inflation data and deflationary concerns? I'm really looking forward to that on my Saturday. I believe it. I you can't made. wait. Okay. On that note, yep. friends, that's it for today. And I'm really excited about tomorrow as well. Wow. Sounds good. Can't wait. Bye. Bye. This podcast is prepared, approved and distributed in Australia by Commonwealth Securities Limited, ABN 60067-254-399, AFSL 238814. The information does not take into consideration your objectives, financial situation or needs. Consider the appropriateness of the information before acting and if necessary, seek appropriate professional advice. Listener.